listeners. Welcome to My Streaming Bubble, that podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. I'm your host, Jen, and today's tolerated is my wee brother, Brian. Why? Well, since we covered Charlie Brooker's Black Mirror, I figured we should cover his Netflix original movie, Death to 2020. So here he is. Hey, Brian. Hey. Hey. I feel like my voice got really high pitched at the end there. That was weird. It did, but it was was nice. (laughs) Like I was forcing to be nice to you. (laughs) <laughs> no you've never done that no it takes too much energy thanks for having me thanks for being <laughs> here thanks for clearing your schedule and making time no problem no problem well global pandemic so got all sorts of free time all sorts <laughs> yeah so spoilers for the movie uh it came out just after the new year it was like january 2nd or something like that so what did you think of the movie and was it what you expected? Hated it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, hate's a strong word. I, I would say it wasn't what I expected, but I also went in completely blind. Like I I had no idea. Um, I mean, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, like it, it doesn't have any sort of it's by Charlie Charlie Booker, right? Brooker. Brooker. Um, but it's not like a it doesn't have like the the black mirror like name connected to it is that right correct okay so in my mind i thought it was going to be more like black mary um i i want to i actually want to hear your take uh i'm let me flip this on you i'm the host i'm the host now you're the host now i want (laughs) to finally someone else do it all right um well kind of like you i i didn't really know what to expect I was thinking it was going to be a black mirror-y take on a very black mirror-y year, but one, I wasn't sure if I was ready to look back on 2020 so soon, (laughs) but I thought it was done very well. Not what I was expecting at all. It was like that mockumentary style. And I thought there were parts that were really funny. I thought some of the writing, like the narration and the different like characters and characterizations of like groups of people that existed during 2020 were really fucking good and really funny and really just kind of like cringy and just did a good job of encompassing the people I think of and their general thoughts of the year. So I I didn't hate it. Not what I expected, but still, still enjoyed it. Thought it was a pretty good, like I said, pretty good take. I... I think it's I think it's I think it was good to hear your opinion first because I feel like it's so easy for people to shit on things and be like like this is what I didn't like about it and then that just like I don't know it just kind of ruins the conversation I think like the positive stuff needs to come first um and I think I think your perspective like gave me perspective a different perspective on it too because you're right like it in all reality 2020 was a very painful year for a lot of us like sorry to be a doubter but it's it's true mm-hmm. and so to have a review of 2020 like if you were to actually recap it, it would probably it would probably be like too soon for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it'd be a little bit too raw. So I think the mockumentary like goofy um, tone that they had made sense with that. Like it made it easier to like sit through all of the crazy shit that happened during 2020. I think uh, I-, I think the thing that I I had trouble with was it was just like it was so meta. It was like meta on top of meta on top of meta, it seemed like. And so there were definitely like funny parts for me. Like there, like I definitely like giggled a few times, but 
there was a lot of it that seemed I don't know I think just for my taste it was just a little too meta for for like my own taste a little bit yeah yeah but there there are definitely some like bright spots in it um yeah yeah I I there was when it got to May I was like oh god you know we all know what happened in May (laughs) yeah I was like and I had to take a deep breath and kind of mentally prepare like they're they're gonna show the footage you know it's obviously a big moment you know George Floyd obviously and I I wasn't really ready to go back to that you know what I mean it was just that one was that that bit was a bit hard but I did kind of like their their comedic spin to things where it's like you're not really laughing at the events but just the writing in which they described it and transitioned from shitty event to shitty event. Uh, and I think that the, uh, the casting for their quote professionals and specialists and everything was great. I thought Hugh Grant was hilarious and problematic. (laughs) (laughs) I loved, um, Leslie Jones as like that psychologist and she's got in the first scene where we are introduced to her character, she's talking about like the left and the right, far right, likes questioning whether or not Hitler was wrong. And the far left is she calls them a bunch of whiny woke lords. So that little rant I thought was great. And then she's like, you know, both sides end up looking unhappy, but with the way things are going, you know, you're gonna have to end up picking a side uh, one side or another. So hunker the fuck down <laughs> and get ready, <laughs> which I thought was very true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, it was really clever. Like I'll, I'll give yeah. it, I'll give it that for sure. Like there are definitely some really clever um, parts in it. And I think it was, I think it was unique. I think, I think the, I think the fact that it wasn't what we expected was what he wanted. I'm I'm guessing like uh, it's kind of a different take and a different look at 2020. And um, yeah, I'm curious, like, uh, did you look up reviews and stuff? Not a whole lot, but I had read a few like kind of comments here and there that it was going to be like uh, some other stuff uh, Charlie Brooker has done in the past of it's called like screen wipe, weekly wipe, and I think just wipe. So I looked that up today and watched little bits of them because they're all on YouTube. And it's a, it kind of reminded me of like the soup where they go through and they kind of talk about that week's moments in television. And and then they have like little skits to kind of go with it. And it was really funny. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so this is more like what he's done in the past. Okay. So that, that past, but so there's kind of like a source to it. Like the mm-hmm. like okay. That, I, I did not pick that up. And I feel like that context probably would have been good to have. I think if I'd seen any of those other series uh before watching this one, maybe I would have appreciated this the death to twenty twenty a little more, but not really knowing what I was getting into, expecting something black mirror-y. It's mm-hmm. like maybe he'll make it all nice. <laughs> like nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> Everything's normal. That would have been fascinating. Just change 2020 to be completely normal. That would be that'd be fascinating. What did uh so you said uh you watched it with Tim last night. 
what, what did, did he have a, a hot take on it at all? Not really. I mean, he enjoyed it. He liked uh, Leslie Jones's character. He didn't realize initially that they were playing characters. So he thought that a lot of what they were saying was like, he thought they were interviewing Samuel L. Jackson and Hugh Grant and, but then, you know, you get to Lisa Kudrow's character and she plays that like Republican media, whatever twist word twister. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she was so infuriating, infuriatingly great. Mm-hmm. So he enjoyed her take on that character. And then by the end of the movie and she's flipped and she's now like team Biden. You just, I kind of laughed and I shook my, shook my head in frustration. I'm like, fucking exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, so he thought he liked some of the characters. He liked the writing for like Leslie Jones, thought that she was spitting mad truths. And Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I'd really like to know what Samuel L. Jackson th- you know, thinks of Trump. He's like, I bet it's not good. I'm like, <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it's not good. Probably not. I can guarantee you it's not good. Does he have a t- I mean, I'm guessing he has a Twitter account. I think so. I know he's got an Instagram. I'm sure he said something. He, do- he doesn't seem like a really soft-spoken kind of guy. I feel like he would speak his mind on that. I'm sure he has, and I'm sure it probably made a splash in the headlines at some point in the last four years, but mm-hmm. everything was just constantly terrible that couldn't even focus on one bad yeah. thing at a time. Right. One thing I'm thinking about, too, like, I, I think the the release is interesting, right? Because it had, it was way more current than I thought it would be. Like, I didn't know it was going to have, like, all the election stuff in it, um, which makes sense because it's called Death 2020, so it's, it's like, in encompassing the whole year Mm -hmm. i wonder how i wonder if it would have been received different whether that's good or bad if it was released later if it was released not just directly after 2020 and again i think like with the tone that they gave i think i think they made it tolerable for people that like actually hated the year 2020 to like be able to like you know mm-hmm. they realize that it's satire and and that it's uh like being goofy and stuff but i'm curious of like what like what if this was released like later this year or what if it was released like next year like would it have the same effect on people i don't know because i feel like there was a bit of a with it being released right into 2021 that maybe some people were just like no too soon don't want to go relive it and i don't know if it was if it had been released like maybe this summer if even by then people would even want to kind of go back and and revisit like i think i don't know i don't know if timing would have affected I think it's clear that the strategy was to to do it like right after the year right like there, there, like there's no doubt that like when he released it that was the point so yeah I'm just curious of like his thoughts um of that because I'm I'm curious so like like you said like so if they release it in the summer so maybe that gives people a little more time to like or we were, we were talking before we started recording yeah well yeah like we were talking before the recording about how even just Biden being in office now like it just feels like a huge relief. Um, the fact that that Trump isn't on Twitter, like spouting off a bunch of random shit, like, like there's already a sense of, of calm. And I think, you know, if, like, let's say you give us a half a year and then you say, Hey, here's a re here's a goofy recap of 2020. If that I like, I don't know. I'm just, I think the, I think the release is like really, it's fascinating. I'm curious, like what his strategy was for that. Yeah. Cause I don't know that I could say that I'd be excited for it in the summer, you know, six months later. 
but yeah, again, not knowing. And then there wasn't a whole lot of like lead leading up to the movie. It was just kind of like there was a random teaser with no date given. And then like a week later, there was like a week or so later, there was a trailer that gave the date. And so it was all, it all seemed to happen within oh, like a three okay. week time I didn't, period. I didn't know that. So it was kind of all like they, they meant, they meant for it to like kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, I think so. Just to kind of, and then leaving it kind of open and, you know, at least like American fans that only know Charlie Brooker with yeah. um, Black Mirror, expecting something yeah. Black Mirror-y where I think people in the UK or people familiar with his other works were just, yeah. had already called it. They're just like, oh, it's just going to be this style and whether they are into that or not. But I would suggest checking out like Screen Wipe, Weekly Wipe or whatever uh, on YouTube. I was, like I said, I watched a little bit this morning and oh. I was laughing hysterically. The One of the actresses that was in Death to 2020, the one that kind of played the local color, just that average citizen mm. lady who ended up having to do everything with her yeah. elbows. And her boyfriend right. left her shortly after. She looks like she's got a role on his other series kind of doing that same thing and just hilarious nice good writing i was like oh i didn't realize he could yeah. be so funny <laughs> i know he's very traumatizing yeah. but nice yeah i'll, I'll check that out i think as we talk to more i think i'm realizing that um i was i definitely was expecting something blackberry so that probably cloudies my judgment a little bit on that that probably explains why i was so confused initially because even when i queued it up it's a comedy on it and i was like what <laughs> and then i just fucking started it and i was like what the what the fuck is going on it was a little like shocking um so i feel like maybe that was the black mirror twist that we were expecting something black mary and didn't get it i could be then... i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't put what? it past him that's for sure would you watch it again uh, well, I've watched it twice, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I'm just going to like put on for background or anything. It was, I was curious about it and then I wanted to do it for the podcast. Otherwise we hadn't decided to do it for the podcast. I don't know that I would have watched it again. Maybe just yeah. for Timmy to watch it, but I mean, it was all right. Like it's got 6.8 stars on okay. IMDb. What do you think? Do you agree with the 6.8? I think, I think it's, I would have an unfair assessment because one, I was high as balls when I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) And two, um, I would probably want to watch it like one or one or two more times. You know what I mean? Like to like actually give like a legit rating. Cause I'm, I'm also, I'm the type of person that like I space out when I watch things. So if I really want to like think about things, one, it'd be good to not be high. But two, uh, by the way, listeners, that I'm in Oregon, it's legal. Um, <laughs> uh, and two, bragger. I lost my train of thought because I was talking about weed. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I was spacing out. What was I saying? <laughs> I was trying to make a point. Oh, I just fa- I just space out. Yeah, I space out. I'm on the time. Ta- the- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember what I was gonna say. I space out. <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you space out. I would, I guess I would suggest not smoking weed anymore. <laughs> yeah. Build back that short, <laughs> short-term memory. <laughs> nah, you don't need it. You're fine. But you know, yeah, I think like, cause the second time watching it, I felt like I picked up on yeah. a few more of the jokes, some of the writing it's, you know, a little bit of that British humor. It's also uh, one thing that I will say that, and I, again, like if I watched it again, maybe I would change my opinion of this, but it also seemed like the jokes, like the bits were like, there were so many in a short period of time. Like it was, it was like bit after bit after bit after bit. I think that got a little exhausting for me. Like, I I don't think I do well with that format. And so, like you said, if I watch it again, there might be like stuff that I would, that would be funny to me. Like the second time around that I didn't catch. But mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say it was overwhelming. It was just like, it's, it seemed to- It didn't give you a chance to like digest it. Yeah, it's see, honestly, the, like the general, like the biggest thing that I took away from it and I, my opinion could change is that like, it was a little bit up its own ass. That's, that's like kind of like the assessment that I would give. Um, Do you think that might've been intentional given the- meta within meta meta Uh, like (laughs) yeah probably maybe i mean it's the same it's kind of the same thing like like i didn't hate it so much that i don't wish that it existed like other stuff um uh it's 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 kind of like bandersnatch a little bit where it's like i liked the idea i think it was clever i don't think it's something that i would like watch again um, nor like, like super, like I wouldn't give it a glowing recommendation to anyone, but I think it was interesting and different. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to shit talk a guy for doing something like this when like other people aren't doing it. You know what I mean? It's a, it was yeah. a unique idea and, um, and Trump is, uh, a bitch. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, one White thing I, bitch. I think the thing I laughed, I think the one that caught me off guard that I laughed at was uh, they were talking about Kamala Harris and he was like, oh, yeah. he was like, she's the second colored person, person. on the ballot or something. <laughs> they showed Trump. Yeah, I, I did like that. I did, I did like that. I did like that. I thought the Biden being old thing was a little, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it was just like, it was like kind of kicking a dead horse after a little while. Like they just kept bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. And like some of the stuff was funny. What was the, oh, what was the one? God damn it. I shouldn't even recite it because I'm going to butcher it. But they were talking about the fight between um, Bernie and Biden as far as like, oh, yeah. well, it was like a, a geriatric Tekken, one. Yeah, geriatric Tekken. Tekken, Tekken that, character that, selections. That got, that got me. That definitely got me. Um, cause I, I mean, cause I got the reference, right? Like, uh, like yeah. I remember Tekken and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I could, I could see, I could see like watching it again, I'd pick up some like funnier things throughout, but I will also say like, I'm kind of picky when it comes to comedy. Um, yeah. like I would go as far to say is like, I'm kind of pretentious with it. I try not to be like, I, like I, I try not to be pretentious in the sense of like telling people whether something's funny or not. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just like if it was for me or not. Yeah. Um, and so I would say like largely this comedy was like not so much for me, but there were definitely bright moments. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I'm good with its 6.8 rating on IMDb. 
I think that's that's fair. Pretty fair, yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, I thought the casting of the different characters and kind of like like the groups they kind of represented. You know, you had your you had your Karen. She was like a Kathy though in this universe, right? And just this kind of really annoying white house mom and then she's like and that's how i stumbled upon ivory fist <laughs> and then it shows her cruising a nazi website and tim's just like oh jesus christ <laughs> i don't think he was expecting that but yeah so i did so there was yeah parts that i liked making her a total karen and all her different incidences of being caught on camera being a karen was a good kind of comment on all the Karenisms of right. 2020 but I think I think the one that I liked the most was I think it was like the one that was just like the that played like the average person they mm -hmm. told her that in, there was a poll or some testing done and she was one of five most average people in the world right and she's like thank you <laughs> But her, uh, the way she kind of described, you know, watching America mm -hmm. as like a reality show competition. And she's like, oh, leading up to the series finale, which was, you know, like um, the election. She's like, yeah, it was some weird game show with an election, but, and they kept explaining the rules and they didn't make any sense. And I don't know, I just kind of thought that that was, that was good. And that was accurate, I think, yeah. for a lot of people that maybe have never been that invested and that tuned into an election result all of a sudden kind of watching it it's like oh it is like a game show but the, the contestants don't ever buzz in and yeah it's just like and there's this map and like each contestant has to flip each state over to see which <laughs> color is on the other side if it's red or blue right and I was like oh my god and I just thought it was I thought it was all right I thought it was good the way yeah. they kind of cut it all and yeah I, I i get that i i i appreciate that perspective i i would probably give it lower for sure for my own sake i, I would probably give it like a like a five point i'll give it a 5.8 i would just i would dock it one rating i feel like i i'm making this up as i go but i feel like anything lower than five i would like wish that it never existed um and so i think 5.8 is like i think that's i think that's fair I think it's about a like a six point five for me, just yeah. under its IMDb average. So, I think if I remember correctly, though, I took a glimpse because I was trying not to look at like I don't like looking at stuff right before I watch it. But I think I saw the Rotten Tomatoes was pretty low though. Like I think yeah. that was I think it was like forty something if I remember correctly. But is what it is. I sh I probably could have read some of the reviews, just a general take on what some other folks thought of this because uh i can see it not being for everyone mm -hmm. some people not being interested in revisiting a shitty year so soon or ever mm -hmm. and some people maybe just kind of being tired of mockumentary style programming you know you actually you brought up a good point surprisingly earlier <laughs> uh, when you mentioned like the like the british comedy i i don't really watch british comedy so that could be a part of it too is like it's kind of a new it's kind of a new like comedic language for me mm -hmm. that I don't like quite pick up on um, because I'm trying to think like, 
I don't know. Like, what would be the most like popular British comedies that you could think of that I would see? Like, I did, I haven't seen The Office, the British. Oh movie. yeah, the original Office. I've only seen a few episodes of it. Yeah. Um, I I guess like I remember I think Grandma used to watch like Faulty Towers, and I used to watch Ab Fab Abu absolutely fabulous and mr bean yeah i remember those older ones i remember mr mr bean's on a mr bean's on a different yeah. level, <laughs> like anyone like everyone can fucking enjoy mr bean i love that guy. <laughs> i feel like that's a different different thing but yeah the only the only british comedies i probably watched were like way back in the day like i i didn't i i don't really watch british tv all that much yeah i'm trying to think like i guess like Doctor Who, Sherlock, it's kind of it for me. I watched, I guess, more dramas for me than than the British comedy. But I feel like I'll like even in you know like Sherlock and you know Doctor Who. There's, I don't know, just some of the writing and just kind of that tone and maybe just delivery is just different. And yeah. that's how they put out their comedy. I don't know, but. You get that sense of yeah, British comedy is a different. It's that drier wit. Right. That's lost on me. I'm a lost cause. You are. There's no helping you. I will say, while we're on the topic of comedy, uh, even though this doesn't really fit into what we're saying, have you watched the Ben Schwartz Thomas Middle Dish special on Netflix? I know it's kind of late to the game with that. I have not. Okay. Was it? Was it good? It's good. It's really funny. It's improv. It's long form. If you if you like Ben Schwartz in Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, if you like Jean Raffio and uh, Thomas Middleditch, do you know Thomas Middleditch? Have you seen yes. Silicon Valley? Yeah. Okay, um, they're like 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 really really great improvisers, and I think there's like three episodes, and it's just like it's just long form improv, and it's like it's really fucking good. So I highly recommend that. Okay, I'll give that a shot. And it's not, it's not even sequential. Like there, there's yeah. three, it's like three, like I think 50 minute long things or whatever. Doable. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess that's all I have to say for death to 2020 and good riddance. Fuck off. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining me today for this tiny bubble. Thanks for making me watch that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Did you watch History of Curse Words with uh, Nick Cage? No, was that good? Oh my God, you should totally watch it. Okay. Um, One of the episodes is the word dick. Spoilers. And because I know there was one day you were going off about where do they get dick from Richard? And they explain it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so that's that's the you'll premise likely of the whole show? hate it. It's, Wait, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So each episode, there's like six episodes, are about a half an hour long, super short, and yeah, just a real quick kind of history of where different curse words come from and why they what they started off as and how they turned into curse words now. And it was entertaining. It was a really good distraction. Nick Cage is the host, and which I loved because I love Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And just kind of during some of his like talking bits, segueing, segueing from kind of one thing to the next, 
he would just randomly put the oddest infliction on different words and just get very Nick Cagey. And it was so random Yeah, that I couldn't help but laugh hysterically every time it happened. And it doesn't happen like a whole hell of a lot, mm-hmm. but enough where I just, it made me giddy. And I was like, God damn it. I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> He's okay, I'll, for this. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Nick, yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, I'm definitely a fan of Nick Cage and his craziness. I think the only time I would like, I just don't know if I'd be super into something where he was like super, again, like super meta about it. Like, oh, I'm crazy, Nick Cage. This is me. Like, like I, I want like like he's crazy. He's crazy because he's crazy, right? Like he's not mm-hmm. crazy because he's at, like he chooses. <laughs> that crazy so that's the only thing that would like i could see maybe turning me off as if it was too like tongue-in-cheek about his own craziness i'd be like i don't know it's not too much okay and like there's yeah there's like little references or bits or whatever here and there but it's not you know and he's the host so he's not you know they're, they're talking to different comedians and mm-hmm. different professionals like it's it's like a mockumentary but real oh okay oh, you so. got me yeah, yeah, I'll check, check it, out. it out. But sure. all right. Well, that'll do it for us today. So thanks again, Brian. And thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe and keep streaming. Bye. Bye.